Welcome to the St. Helena Podcast, where we talk anything St. Helena. We cover everything from great island experiences to how we can make a good story go viral, one podcast at a time. Have you got a St. Helena experience, a topic to share? Do you want to join the podcast conversation? Reach out to us. Let's talk St. Helena. You can find us anywhere online or at the St. Helena podcast.com. This is your podcast creator and host, Johnny Klingham. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another podcast. Today's episode talks about one of St. Helena's richest assets, which is fishing. As you know, PQ Trading has been endorsed as the preferred investor to undergo fish processing on St. Helena. However, some local fishers are not happy with the proposal. They have vocally expressed their views on how the process to select an investor has been carried out. And this has resulted in the St. Helena Commercial Fishermen's Association to launch a petition to call on the government to terminate the procurement process. This is an exclusive podcast, as I believe this is the first time that anyone from PQ Trading has joined the conversation openly to talk about the subject. Today, I'd like to welcome to the St. Helena podcast, the director of PQ Trading, Johan Basenhout. Johan, I'd like to thank you personally for accepting my invite to join the St. Helena podcast. Just to reiterate that I don't live on St. Helena at the moment. I have no commercial interest in fishing on St. Helena today, nor have I got any professional skills in the industry. However, my only preferred result is a successful future for the industry through sustainable fishing and at the same time improving livelihoods of my fellow saints that live on the island. I also believe it's important that great communication is key to any partnering in commercial ventures. And as I follow the timeline of events of the St. Lena Fishery story, I had not seen or heard any conversation with a third party. So I thought it would be a great idea to get some engagement with the organization that plays a major part. So thank you for giving up your time to be here today. One of the first things we'd like to learn is who is PQ Trading? Um, basically, it's my dad and myself. We've been involved in the fishing industry since 99. Um, PQ stands for prime quality. I've heard some other uh, versions, but it stands for just prime quality, uh, referring to the, the type of fish we want to trade. And... Um, Personally, I've been involved in both of me and my dad. We were fishing commercially ourselves. Um, I ventured off, started working for Spanish, um, worked for Oceana, Blue Continent in South Africa, um, then eventually worked for myself, my dad. Um, he's a financial, he's, a, he's got a financial background, but uh, he's also managed three uh, processing facilities in his life, both here in South Africa and abroad. So we have an understanding of the fishing or fishing industries, but also we have uh, a lot of contacts globally with uh, in different sectors, but all fishing related. Um, so PQ Trading uh, South Africa really is only an investor. Um, the, the company of, of, that's of importance is obviously PQ Trading St. Helena. That will be the on-island investor. That's the one that will supply all the, 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 the catching capacity in terms of vessels that can reach uh, and um, sustainably or at least profitably catch the uh, fish to sea mounts. But also then obviously the the IP, all the people and skills that are not on on island or that they might might or where in areas where we may need some upliftment, um, those individuals will be coming over as well. Um, so PQ Trading will be uh, a local fisher, fisher uh, a local fisherman supplying fish to the facility, but also it will supply needed services to the co-op uh, in terms of, well, in vessel catching operations, um, processing in the factory or marketing. So PQ Trading, I believe, is now a registered company in St. Helena and also the chosen endorsed investor for fish processing operations. What does this mean? 
what we offer is a service really to the island and assistance. Um, when we were in com communication with the association previously, basically whatever is needed or that the island lack, we can assist. Um, our intent um, is has been the same and is still the same. Uh, last year in March, just to, to regress a little bit, uh, last year in March, we came over to buy the Amalia. That was our original interest. I specifically only wanted an external income stream outside the borders of South Africa. We got there and we realized that, um, you know, it doesn't matter really what we do with the fish at sea. The processes are not in place to make sure that we can deliver this fish to market in a good quality and state. So from there, we've progressed. But our intent is still only to be a fisherman. So what PQ Trading and having the preferred proposal um, or the preferred investor is the reason we got it is because we are inclusive. We are inclusive of the island, of the fishermen, and we want to be the, benefit the island. And when I say that, I don't really mean that we only want to benefit the fishermen. I mean, with all respect, out of 1,500 saints, um, it's a handful of people. Um, and the greater benefit to the island can only be in one form, and that is if you have continued quality fish at a at as a bit best a price as possible. So our whole intent was to subsidize and it is to subsidize the, um, the local market and basically sell that fish to the public at cost or at a very low margin. And the reason for that is the only, the only benefit any local saint will ever see of the fishery really is a, a, a cheaper um, piece of fish on his plate. Um, there's no, there's no reason to make money off the backs of the saints. So, that obviously goes into the model and it all, it's all dependent upon, uh, dependent upon the volume we get. So to the island, it means that there's an entity that's willing to come on board and supply the services that you don't have in order for the fishery to establish itself and grow. And that will obviously benefit every local saint, um, not only in the short term, but definitely the long term. Obviously, with COVID-19 um, and the kind of impacts that that brings today, and with what's going on with uh, the process of getting you guys to the island, uh, you cannot travel there. Do you have any representation or business partners on the island at this present time? Officially, we don't. Um, the local company has been established, it's me and my dad. We have identified a couple, a, a few key individuals we are, um, we are approaching. Um, and if I can just put this in, one of the, the main reasons why we haven't engaged, whether it be with a local fisherman or um, in specific structures and communications, is because they, the, the quota, the TAC, has only come out now recently. Um, and um, the quota dictates the total potential of the fishery, but also the explicit limit of the fishery. So until the TAC was um, given, um, we we have to cost that model. So there's a big difference between 900, 500 or 300 ton. And obviously that will, that will dictate how we work with whom and so forth. So up until the, the allocation of the TAC, it was impossible to make any um, promises or um, get into any uh, agreements because the questions we could not answer. And the reason we couldn't answer those questions is because we didn't know what volume of fish we had per annum. Um, and obviously because of that, we can't say what we could, um, what what we could offer um so we have identified individuals we want to work with um but in terms of that our model stipulates that um the three vessels will bring in on all three vessels we want local saints not only to help us fish the vessels crew them whether it be a skipper or crew member but they would need to own a part of the vessel first of all it's to give them the access the earning the earning potential um, of the bigger uh, bigger fish on the seamounts. Um, 
but also it is to is to encourage them to be a part of it. Um, um, I believe that you need to get the best out of every individual. And if they are only going to be fishermen or crew on a vessel, um, yes, they will get a good return as uh, as a, in terms of a salary. But to benefit really from it, they need to grow in the industry. So we we will be making um, space available on every vessel um, in terms of ownership to the crew that want to work it. We'll have representation in our in all our vessels and in the company in Saint Helena. So that tells me, because the incentive is that you would be part owner or have something to work towards rather than just being paid every month for the fish cat. Yes, that, that is 100% correct. Um, and it's, it's it's all about being inclusive. If um, I know there's a few things I want to address in terms of um, where the monies have gone, but the, the monies that SSG is supplying is to fix the facility. That money um, is to fix the on-island assets. Nothing comes to PQ trading. Um, that Asset remains the property of SHG, but it's to the to, it will be made uh, available for the exclusive use of the co-op. So the co-op will be all the local fishermen. They will have the the use of the facility, but also that percent that money spent basically that percentage is um, will gain. Well, so that money will gain them that percentage share in the co-op. So they will be shareholders of the new entity from day one, um, with all the benefits in terms of profit share. Profit share. Obviously, if we get profit, what I mean with that, the industry has never been profitable. We intend it to be profitable. But our main aim is to break even, have the good return back to the fishermen and break even in the facility. If we make a profit on top of that, obviously that is where we are working towards and I believe we'll get there. But they should be earning um, um, in that benefit. But if most of the local fishermen can only fish around the island, they don't have the capacity to reach the the seamount. So even if we come to the island and they do have a share in the new uh, co-op if we still catch all the fish ourselves um you know they don't really gain access to that benefit it's only the john millers our three vessels and the extractor that can reach the seamounts so that's why we want to definitely open up space um, in terms of um, shareholding on the vessel so that they can um, gain access to that earning potential but once again it's it the reason for that is to make it inclusive and um, beneficial for all the fishermen involved. Very interesting. And I'll, I want to come back to some of those points that you've made in that statement. Given the current condition of the fish processing factory on the island at the moment, does that raise any concerns? I appreciate that, you know, the funding's there and available ready to uh, refurbish or do whatever the fish processing plant needs. Does that raise any impacts or to to your proposal or the way you you want to drive this whole entire uh, fish processing forward? No, um, it's very clear that the whole industry, everybody have to agree to at least agree to a position of compromise. If this is nothing, nothing in this model is ideal. Um, the logistics of the island is really difficult. I mean, the cost, the additional cost that we incur getting fish from St. Helena to Cape Town only um, puts a hefty uh, sum on the per kilo rate, if you compare that to the African landed fish. So we price ourselves out of the market um, just because we are in on an island. The facility itself, we all know, is all dilapidated for the argument. Um, it's, it's, um, it's cost to run as high, but there's no other option. We only have that facility and we have to make it work. Um, so it's not ideal, but it's workable. On every, on every conversation, we can say, yes, but this is not optimum. And I agree, it might not be, but we don't really have many options. So in terms of the facility, we know it's old. We've had our, we, we flew over the refrigeration expert in December. He had a look at the facility and um, we have, we have done our calculations. We've looked at it. 
So we are in the process of lo uh, looking at removing the R22 gas that it is operating on at the moment, replacing it with an EU acceptable gas, uh, 507, um, to run it cooler and also to make it run. But according to our um, to, well, to their assessment, the facility would be should be able to work for another two three years, and we are willing to accept that risk and run the facility. And I have to say again, there's just no other option. Um, I, we do understand that they want to we want to build in future a fit for purpose new facility, but um, so spending unnecessary money now on this facility would be a waste in the long term. But so we're trying to with the minimum amount of money keep this factory operational to a certain standard. Um, so that we can go forward. So I don't, it's not really, um, it doesn't impact our planning. COVID-19 is a problem in terms of uh, sourcing uh, parts and so forth, but that's a logistical issue that um, in the end should only add time to the delivery, but not necessarily um, stop it. I just want to talk around a little bit about the word cooperative will be developed because that is something that is kind of, I wouldn't say causing a confusion. I think there has been a talking point around how the cooperative will be developed. Can you kind of summarize that a little bit for the understanding of people or even myself who don't quite understand that? The cooperative is a word that um, we actually found out that uh, the way a cooperative works in Africa and on St. Helena is not quite the same, but that's just legislation. Um, but the, 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 mean, the, the reason for co-op um, the actual first wording we used uh, when negotiation starts was a non-profit. The reason non-profit is because the fishery hasn't made any profit anyway. So our really the aim is to break, to make sure that the livelihoods of the fishermen are protected, i.e. they do get a very good return per kilo, but to try and get the factory to at least break even. Um, so that is the objective. Now the co-op um, is in, is the friendliest term that I got that, we could use or vehicle that we could identify where it states it's, it's a position of inclusion. Collectively, the local fishermen will be the co-op. Um, in our dealings and in the proposal, it states clearly that the, the fishermen, for them to really benefit, they need to be in charge of the catching of the fish. They need to be in charge of the processing and also the marketing of their own fish. Otherwise, there's a, someone has to step in um, or whether it be a trader or a Argos like in the past where they take ownership, you, the fishermen uh, offload the fish, they buy that and take ownership of it. They export for their own profit and they return whatever is they deem fair to the fishermen. If you are not in control of that system, the, the benefit can ne never really pass back to the fishermen. It's just the way this works. If someone has to come in and take the risk and, and agree to a set price return, then obviously he's taking the risk in the market. So it is, the, the objective of this is to put the fishermen straight into the market to, uh, to let them understand the whole process um, so that there is complete transparency. Um, so that everybody knows this is the way we're going to catch the fish because we're sending it to that market. These are the processes in between. Um, and that is the price we realized on the specific day. Um, the, I'm going to go back to my original intent to be a fisherman. I really want to be a fisherman standing on the key side, also just waiting for my day's catch or the money, the proceeds from it. I do not want to manage a lot of processes and people and nonsense. And if there is no complete transparency, the only thing you create for yourself is a lot of headaches. So the best, the best way to do this is to be transparent so that everybody knows exactly all the process in between. And once, once the local fishermen understand where their fish end up, they would understand why the process is the way it is. And they would understand that the price is determined by the market, 
not by the middleman. The middleman is giving you something because he knows he's trying to make a profit on top of it. But if you are in the market selling straight to the market, you understand how this business works. And then a lot of the other things downstream becomes more, not acceptable, but you understand them. And therefore, you know in which, what is then the right or the wrong thing to do for us in the industry. So the co-op is really there to be inclusive um, and to provide them that structure that they can under at the end of the day know it's time to know and understand the complete workings of the fishery. Saint Helena has tried many tactics to export their fish to the marketplace. Does the export freight charges from the island will this impact the competition to sell fish from Saint Helena at the export market? I don't think it's going to compete with anybody on Saint Helena. The export prices are exuberant. Um, and um, but that again, that is what it is. It's not something you can you can you can um, work around. Um, unfortunately, the the airport is also the way it is. Um, we can't fly fresh off the island um, on a sustainable level. The risk of planes not being able to land is too high, um, and obviously at a way too high cost. Um, ideally speaking, all the fish should have been flown fresh off the island. Um, seeing that that's not an option, the only option we have is to freeze. Now we're going back to the factory. The factory. The state of the factory is what it is as well. Um, and you would only be able with the hardware in there, be able to freeze to a certain standard. Um, the aim is to freeze at minus 45, which will give us access to still um, the higher sushi markets. Um, that's the best we can do at this point is to make sure that the processing on board is to uh, the correct standard. The size of the fish is to the correct standard. All the processes, the, the cold chain management is done properly. Um, we freeze to a minus 45, maybe below that, um, <clears throat> to reach that export market, to get the best possible return per fish, and obviously in order for us to better absorb these costs. My understanding is that the focus is mainly on the offshore fishing for export. What are your plans uh, for fish demands at affordable prices for the local market? Yes, we are not competing with the inshore fleet. Um, so the inshore fishermen, they will continue with um, as as it's been. We are only supplying additional catching capacity to fish the sea mounts for various reasons. Um, and um, the main objective, as I said before, is to benefit the whole island. So we are not intending making the money on the local sales. Uh, the local volume of fish um, that yeah, per annum is not that well, not that much. So we really want to supply that fish at the at the best possible rate, so that the local Saint Helenian on street has access to fresh uh, quality. I'm not going to say cheap, but at a very f- affordable fish, um, way better than it should uh, than it's at the moment. That is the intent. A quick question around the landing and processing, and I know the plant is key to the whole process, but are you planning to land all fish in St. Helena? I know there's been talks about taking fish straight off the seamount and then maybe taking it back to the mainland. Are you planning to process all fish for export at the uh, fisheries processing plant in Rupert's? Most definitely, yes. Um, once again, the whole, the factory, the, 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 um, the success of the factory depends on the throughput. We need as much fish through the, through the facility as possible. Um, so we have never intended, neither would we intend to f- take any fish from the water straight to, uh, if you say mainland, I'm guessing you're saying Namibia or Angola or South Africa. Um, so um, that's never been the intent. Um, the All the fish needs to go to the factory. The more, the better, obviously, because we improve the chances of um, making a success of it. 
Based on the data you have available today, what percentage of local jobs will be available to local saints and what percentage of staff will be bought in? It's um, in, in original planning, we say 24 people for the factory, um, of which we would have six, five or six um, South Africans or uh, internationals. Um, and then on our vessels, we have space for 12 per vessel, that's 36. And um, if we have a maximum of 50% um, on the vessels, I would say it's more than 50% of the people that um, in the co-op or in, the, in our structures would be local saints. Um, and I would say that it, it should be more, it could be more, um, because the intent is to use as much local um, labor as possible. Uh, one of the, uh, well, not only is it right, and it's, it's again, for the benefit of the, of the island, but it's obviously way more expensive to get um, internationals to come over and work. Um, and once again, that's not the intent. The intent is to build this for the island. So um, I would say more than 50% of the intended people um, jointly in this process would be local saints. Over the last few months, social media and local media discussions clearly shows that some of the fishing community are not happy with either the proposal or the process which has been taken to get the fishing industry off the ground. What is your view on this? Yes, um, for me, it's unfortunate. Uh, we were in complete agreement um, up until uh, December last year about how we want to work. Uh, the COVID has, was discussed in great detail how the whole proposal would um, be put together. And um, they decided in December not to work with us anymore. Um, and um, I just think it's a, it's a question of entitlement or um, uh, the belief that, you know, they don't want to lose control um and that's the fact they won't actually lose control because the co-op would be the fisherman the fisherman will actually gain control whereas you have now a a um well the government or argos we used to be in control of the, the the factory and how they process the fish and export the fish now the fisherman will actually be in control of that so it's really gaining more control of it um, but you need to be able to work together i just think they believe they can do it themselves and i think they're trying to exercise that right you probably are aware that the St. Helena Commercial Fishermen's Association has started a petition to halt the fish processing proposal process. Why do you think it's come to this? Um, I think it's in the same. They they believe they, they are capable of doing everything themselves. Um, and um, I think they fear losing control over over the fishery. I'm going to pull the spear fishermen into this, um, sorry boys, but uh, it's I know that there's infighting between the commercial fishermen association and the spear fishing association because the, they are seen as a threat to the resource and um in comparison the, the spear fishermen land about 0.002 percent of the ta of the catch that the commercials do so there's no need to be in competition or with or or fighting with the spear fishermen they don't Im impact the fishery in the least so i really think it's a question of wanting to exercise as many as much control over the fishery as possible and for that i'm um, seeing that they proposals did not succeed, um, the obvious counter is to object. One of the talking points um, of the conversation around this whole fisheries um, processing proposal is some discrepancies around the fish quotas. Based on the data collected over the years, what quota are you allowed to process and what are your views on this topic? I know you said this has just come about. Okay. The association will agree as well that the science is limited. Um, that's mainly due to the lack of um, availability in terms of vessels to go and do active research on specifically the seamounts. So the research is what it is, um, but in my opinion, it is not complete. 
And um, the quotas has now been allocated 300 ton and uh, 600 ton. So 300 ton for yellowfin, 600 ton experimental quota for big eye tuna. I want to pause at that. In 2018, the, the TAC for big eye tuna was 2,100 ton. For big eye tuna in 2019, it was reduced to 1,545 ton. The reason uh, we were told by fisheries is for the lack of St. Helena utilizing the quota that they've lost, the said volume. And then in, okay, for yellowfin in both 2018 and 2019, it was an unlimited uh, volume of uh, tuna. Now we've gone down. After the science has been has been put in, we are now down to 300 ton yellowfin tuna and 600 experimental. So in the original discussion for, for the St. Helena to build a fit for purpose facility, one would need to know what type of species we actually have to fish sustainably and we don't have that data that's why one of our big factors is to do the research and give the the ipl and if blue belt and all the um i give them the access to the vessel so that we can do this research so that we can actually actually have good science at the end of a two-year period where we have vessels on the seamounts all year round to get this data and then then actually calculate what we what we stand with so the, the additional catching capacity we are bringing does not impact on the volumes of fish that has been landed on St. Helena for, for all the years. Um, the local fleet will still fish the way they do. Um, the only thing we are doing is adding the capacity to the fishery in order to better calculate what the TAC should be. So from an investor, obviously we came to the island knowing that there's an unlimited yellowfin tuna quota or 1,545 big eye tuna, and that's now gone down to 300 and 600. It does make the picture a bit uh, financially, um, or it, it, it definitely increases the risk, but um, in our projections, um, I just still think it can be done. So uh, <laughs> you've actually you've actually answered my next question because my next question was: Will you continue to work with organisations that already have a program uh, in Saint Helena for doing you know research on fishing and so forth? So that's obviously just to add to that um, in our agreement with um, SHG is that there will be whoever needs to get on board our vessels for research and for monitoring we will accommodate um, that individual on all the vessels um, to do just this. So um, it will be a parallel system for us to fish in order to make sure that the, the operation is established and obviously runs at a, at a, well, runs profitably, but also we need to do the research. So we all know that in, in let's say in the space, space of two years time from inception that we will be at a point where um, they will be able to do the right, the right proper corrections to whatever TAC has been set and we would have a picture because in over the last five years the offshore vessels John Mellis, Amalia and the extractor only caught 618 ton on the seamounts so you can take uh, if you if we want to fix on big eye tuna we can take the 223 ton that John Mellis caught over the last five years and we can remove that from that from that figure because they can't get to Cardinal. They've only done three tagging trips to Cardinal. So the, the data available to calculate the TAC for Big Eye Tuna is really little. Um, and that's a, that's exactly the objective. We need to do this research and do it proper. And for that, we obviously want to bring the vessels. What's next for PQ trading in this process? We need to get the facility fixed. So um, we have asked all the suppliers to um, give us timeframes and on deliverables, but we need to get the factory fixed um, back onto spec, get the certifications done so that we can obviously export and process um, properly. 
um, so that we can start fishing. Given the amount of coverage on social and local media and also some of the topics that has been brought to the surface from the the petition that's also online, no doubt you've seen this, and also locally there is a push for uh, signatures to get this petition to call on the government to stop this process. Is there anything that worries you or is there anything you want to clarify from what you've seen this far? Yes. The, but basically, the local fishermen should should thank SSG. And I understand that one can easily say there's been wrongs in the past, but uh, the way I see it is it's a government institution that is trying to work in the private sector. They don't understand the fishery, but they've been doing what they can. And after all of this and all the history, still they came to the party and they said, look, they'll step in on behalf of the fishermen. The money they are putting available is it's not, a, it's not a grant, it's not a subsidy. Um, they are fixing the facility. It will remain the property of SHG, but they will make it available for the exclusive use of the co-op. And the co-op will be the local fishermen collectively. It's not PQ trading. We are not receiving a cent from uh, St. Helena government. Uh, we will only be a local company supplying fish to this entity. So not only did they pay this money to get the on-island asset fixed on behalf of the fishermen, um, that that percentage share in the co-op will be given to the local fishermen. So they will be part owners um, of the facility of, of sorry of the co-op, who then is the the, the sole um, operators of this facility. So we are not coming over to do this for our own benefit. It is from SSG side and our side we are doing this for on behalf of the fishermen. The vessels we are bringing. Um, we have heard that we are going to be coming to rape and fish the big eye tuna to extinction. The, it's an under 45 foot vessel. It's a polar line vessel. Um, we will only fish one by one. We are category six marine protected area. Um, everything we want to do is according to the rules and regulations uh, as stipulated out by the various bodies. And that is there to benefit them. The question about us um, only it's at the exclusion of others, or we've only invited some of the fishermen, that's completely incorrect. The, association know exactly what our plan was from last year already and um, they know exactly what's in our proposal as far as the the, the intricate workings of the co-op the we have never approached anyone because we have never had a quota and i said until we had a volume of fish to work with it i could make no promises to any fisherman and i'm not going to put anything out that i can't back um so we have never approached anyone we were approached from one of the fishermen in the in the association um, about questions and we answered him and because of that contact we communicated through him um as i understand he's no he's no longer part of the association but we have then obviously approached him to ask questions in terms of the constitution how they would want to see things going forward we we are asking them to give their inputs already before we even start the co-op as to how they would think it should run and um so we've had the inputs from the local fishermen um, um and never ever have we extended a formal invitation to anyone because again up until the point where we knew what quota we had we could promise them nothing we could not you could we couldn't make anything yeah we couldn't make anything clear so um it is for all the local fishermen it's even for local fishermen, someone I uh, hold dear is Gavin, uh, who was the previous owner of the Amalia. Because of the, sell, the, the selling of the Amalia, he's no longer in the, in the fishery, but I mean, he's equally uh, um, allowed to come and join. Um, so it is for everybody. And um, it's definitely not threatening anybody's livelihoods. In fact, um, we're not actually trying to protect the livelihoods because at this point, there's only a few fishermen that's able to land fish and the rest can't. If anyone in St. Helena wanted to reach out to you, 
to have a conversation. Could they do that today? Oh, yes, most definitely. Um, everybody's got a number. So the association definitely has my number and my email. Um, although if we have uh, been in contact with some of the local fishermen, I can give it to you online, but it's 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 available on St. Eliana, um, whether it be through local fishermen, the association or SHG. I will also publish that onto my St. Helena podcast website for anyone who would like to get in touch with you. I have one final question. I want to thank you for being here today. I think it's very important that this conversation is it for other people to listen to. And so everyone on St. Helena and off St. Helena can get a better understanding of what PQ trading is all about. Given the worst case scenario, if the final process delays on the decision of the investment going forward, would PQ Trading lose interest in the investment of fish processing on St. Helena? No, we won't. I really believe this is something that can be done and should be done. And a lot of people stand to benefit from it. Um, and if not, I think a lot of people stand to lose a lot um, as well. So um, we are not, our intent is not to back down from it. No. Johan, thank you very much for your time today. I wish you all the very best for the future. Anything that you decide to go ahead with in St. Helena. Thank you. Uh, it's a big pleasure. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the St. Helena podcast. We want to thank you for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to us. Contact us. Podcast at the St. Helena podcast.com. Support us by sharing our content with others. Until next time, have a great week.